Welcome to the CanoeRaceWorld.com podcast, your home for everything related to marathon canoe racing. Now, it's time to get your paddles wet with your hosts, Kevin Olson and Bill Mahaffey. Take it away, boys. Welcome back, race fans, to episode 30 of the Canoe Race World podcast. I'm joined here in the studio with my co-host, Rebecca Davis. Rebecca, how are you doing today? I'm great, Bill. Just got done with one of my favorite training runs. Feeling pretty good about that. The water here is very shallow, so uh, I think that probably fits with what our Asable conditions look like they're going to be. So, good practice run there. Did you have a, did you get out tonight, or... I, I Take did. Day. Got out tonight. My son has marathon fever really, really bad. So I've spent the last two days paddling C1 with him. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun. Yesterday went really smooth. Today, let's just say we almost had a meltdown. Sometimes you got to let them learn on their own. But we ended with a smile and it was all good. So, yeah. No, it was great. Absolutely. Water levels here on the Asable are... I would say normal to slightly down right now. Uh, There is rain in the forecast, though, this weekend, which should help a little bit. We're going to start getting into that two-week window where any rain that we get will actually help us on race day. So fingers crossed, do your rain dance, whatever it takes. Nice. So we have another guest on tonight, uh, one from, from the north and east for most of us, at least us Michigan folk. We have Ev Chamberlain. <laughs> so my French is terrible, but we're so happy to have you here today. Ev, have you been doing any paddling recently? Yeah, well, first of all, I want to thank you guys for inviting me. It's such an honor to be with you. So thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... Uh, uh, paddling season is pretty high here since the uh, winter, you know, you know, our winter conditions usually. So um, July is like the best month to paddle. So lots of paddling. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. It, it, it's my understanding. You guys have had a cold year up there right up till now, right? Well, I would say that the water is, is, is now... It's been like three weeks, maybe, that the water is like okay to uh, to flip or just to to swim. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but like before that, it was pretty cold again. So, yeah, now it's like warm season. We like it. <laughs> head to the beach. What did you say, Bill? I said head to the beach. Yeah, if we had beach, but yeah, we can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So before we get into our uh, our thorough and good Quebec uh, race update, we've got a couple other races we want to run through really fast. Um, like Ev said, you know we're we're in the middle of the meat of paddling season, so uh, lots of racing going on right now. You want to kick it off, Bill? Yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, kick it off a little Texas action. I know this past weekend. They had the TCKRA C2C1 state championships down there. Looked like a lot of good racing action down there. Uh, Looking at the C1 field, uh, went Jeff Glock, Wade Binion, Gaston Jones. Um, On the women's side of things, former guest of the podcast, Lydia Heelskamp. Men's C2 was Logan Minar, Clay Wyatt, Chris Isendorf, Jeff Glock, Jason Cade, Dodd Yeager. Uh, rounding out your top three. 
And then the mixed race looks like it was a phenomenal race with Logan Minar and Lydia Hughes camp narrowly edging out Chris Isendorf and Holly Orr. Dodd and Shannon coming in third. So it looks like they had a, a lot of really good racing down there. One other name to point out, because I know that he was up here, I believe, for our Nuego race. It, it looks like Don Walls made the trip over to Texas as well. Guy's putting in a lot of miles paddling. So I, I don't know him as well or at all, but I just see that name and I go, oh, that's a name to watch. So. Yeah, and it's uh, it seems like the race format was pretty cool. The course was pretty short. It looks like the winning times were 40 minutes or so, so they were able to get all those races off, you know, in, in a weekend. So a uh, good opportunity for people to mix it up and, and try it out with some different partners. Yeah, that, absolutely. And it looks like that's literally what they did. Scrolling through my results, I see they also had a, a women's C2 race, too, that Lydia and uh, Courtney Martinez Shannon and Holly in with uh, Teddy Gray and Andrea Cash coming in third there. So it looks like that format allows them to really mix it up and and do a lot of races, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And uh, moving on from Texas, we we had some good racing taking place in uh, New York this weekend at the Electric City races. That race um, had a lot of our paddlers that are aiming for the Asable competing uh, and hopefully I get these results right because they're listed by age group but it looks like Patrick Madden and Paul only uh, won followed by Joe Schlimmer and Phil Melspa so that's one of the Asable pairings that were together and third place was Joe Allison and Steve Bakarik which I believe they're in uh, the Asable also this year. Yep, they are coming out this year. They reached out looking for feeders earlier this year. Looks like they're going to be a, a fast team based on what we saw at Electric City. Yeah, yep, they were right in there. It appears the race is fairly packed up because the those first three teams were all within about 20 seconds, 15 seconds. Four teams because there's a mixed team there with Phoebe ah. and uh, Bob Wissey. So yeah, yeah, yep. Yep, mixed team hanging on there to the end. So yep, they were... They were right up there, and it doesn't look like we had any women's teams there, but lots of uh, the masters, and, or actually the seniors men's field was pretty deep with uh, Bob Zavarell and John Young taking uh, the first prize there. So um, that's that's usually a pretty competitive field out there, and just four seconds back was Jeff Patterson and Ed Wagner. So looks like really tight racing right throughout the throughout the competition yeah throughout the entire spectrum absolutely yeah so we also had a big a big race a new race in michigan this weekend i Um, I have to admit i was on team bring back the chase race but now that we've did the river rampage the format turned out amazing it was a good race fantastic race yeah it was uh on, we started um, in the still waters of the Asawa River, so about, oh, I don't know, would you say 15 miles, give or take, below town? About 18, roughly Yes. Yeah, so, okay, yep. something like that, yep. And it was an upstream start, which was a little bit different. I wasn't sure how that would go, but it ended up being a lot of fun. Uh, nice course, spaced the teams out pretty well. Uh, Saturday, we had our C1 race. Very competitive field. Mike Davis won, followed by Jordan Wakeley in second, West Dean in third, Danny Medina fourth, Carson Burmeister 
fifth, and that rounds out our top five. Uh, Mary Schlimmer held down the fort for women's. Hopefully, I'll be back racing women's C1 this weekend and can give her a run for her money, but <laughs> I don't know. She's pretty tough to beat, so <laughs> that was, a, like I said, really competitive C1 race. I think 40 C1s. They had a, a huge turnout. 39. Yep, 39 yep. C1s. A really big turnout. I don't know, how far did that pay down? 17 places, something like I that? I think it was 20. And then they had okay. bonuses for um, women and age group. So. Right on. Yeah, nice payout, nice field, fantastic race. Yeah. And how, how did things go in the C2, Bill? Uh, C2 race uh, was a, a great race. Uh, Saw a little bit of a showdown with Wes Dean and Ryan Halstead uh, edging out Matt Mearsman, Jordan Wakeley for the win uh, with Weston Willoughby and Mike Davis in third. Uh, Rich Loth and Matt Gabriel fourth. Um, Really an amazing field in Michigan when you look at those first four teams and go, that's that's four teams that are a solid top ten team in the upcoming Osavo River Canoe Marathon. And then you go to fifth, and that was Jason Hatfield and Kyle Stonehouse, and they were no slouch either, right? So five deep, a lot of competition there. Yeah, and I, my results are a little funny. I know, <laughs> or fuzzy. Um, my mom, Roxanne, and I were able to take the women's the women's uh, crown at the race, although I will say we were the only women's team there. Um, but we raced hard, and we were fighting it out with a couple other teams. So it was a, a really good, good, uh, good reason to make the trip up there. We were coaching a clinic in uh, Indiana, just south of South Bend, on Saturday. So that's why we missed the C1. But we're happy to make the trip up and and get that opportunity to race together, reading leading into the Asable. Yeah, and I and I think uh, going through the other bonus classes, if I remember right, and I don't have them in front of me, but I think Danny and Cecily won mixed. And yes, uh, we'll shout yep. out to uh, it was Walton and uh, was he with Caitlin? Caitlin. That was yep, yep. Caitlin Minor. Yep. And, and then third, wasn't that Dane and Mary? Yeah, yep. Dane Trudgen and Mary Schlimmer were the third mixed team with Mary in the bow. So that's uh, Dane's racing his first Asabo this year at 15 years old with his uncle, Weston Willoughby. So uh, I don't know if I should be, should it be Mary Schlimmer or Mary Willoughby? I'll have to ask Boy, her. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Who, what do they have on the results? Now I'm going to have to look. Yeah, I'm not sure. I uh, I think she's us- usually going by Schlimmer still, but I think either will work. So <laughs> We'll just go with Mary. Yeah, Mary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right on, right on. All right. Well, I guess without further ado, we can move into the 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 real uh, the good stuff of the episode and see how things went. Um, well, I guess start with this weekend. Uh, Ev, I believe you guys had a C1 race up there that was really competitive and and really big. Yes, Rebecca. Um, I heard you said there were 39 C1 uh, last weekend in Michigan, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had 41. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's wow. Uh, yeah, awesome. so it's a, it's a race in Bécancourt, which is a city not so far from Trois-Rivières, where the classic finishes. So um, pretty close. Not the same river, though. Um, I would say that the Bécancourt River is, is um, it's a smaller river, um, less technical, so easier to paddle. 
Um, it was a 20 kilometer race, so I'm not good with converting kilometers with miles, but maybe 12 or 13, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's, yeah 12 and change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so let's say one hour 30 for the fastest and then more than two hours for um, for other paddlers. So, yeah, it was a pretty fun race. It's been the, I think it was the seventh edition uh, Luc Merci is the organizer, so good job to Luc because it's a very, very cool race to to do. So uh, yeah, it's it's like the bigger we have in Quebec, I would say for C1. Um, so that was cool, and um, yeah, we we also had a great weather, so everything was there. <laughs> now, is this race a loop course where you go either downstream and then turn a buoy and come up, or go up and then turn a buoy and come back, or is it? all downstream or so we, we start uh downstream and then we go reach to a buoy we go back up and there's like um i don't know how to say that in english you know when there's like a, a bridge and there's like a yeah part of the bridge in the water this part yep, okay. yep. yep. <laughs> so you go around that and then we did two turns of that but it's not a very high current river, so not very technical, easy to go up and easy go to go down too. There was not so much wind also. So, um, yeah, and it's a two turns of that. So it's, it's a good race to, to paddle hard, if you know what I mean. Not so much technical. <laughs> okay. And it, it seemed like looking at the results uh, that the teams were so, like kind of packed up some. Would, would you say that's... With, this race was more packed up with teams together. Yeah, if you just look at the the, the two the, the top two, Steve and the Guillaume, they were like a second apart, so they were together all the race, and then they finished on a sprint. Actually, I wasn't there to look at it, but that's that's what I think with the what I said. Pretty safe, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it's a fun race because since we're like turning around, you can also. You go through the other paddlers, you know what I mean? So you go up and then you see the first one coming down. So you cross them a few times during the race. So that's cool for that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Steve Lajoie and Guillaume Blais uh, were like one and two at one second together. And then, yeah, I saw a few packs. And it's pretty cool because, you know, like C2, you can ride waves uh, uh, of the other teams. So for me, I have to say it was my strategy to just ride waves the more I can. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was a, it was like th there was a few packs, a few group together. And um, yeah, e even like like all the way when you look at the result, there's always teams together. So that's cool races. Yeah, that's one of the benefits of seeing so many boats. And that makes me so excited for this year's Classic um, with 41 C1s. I I think maybe five years ago, there may have been 15 C1s in the race. So to see that many and, and so many women, I think there were four or five women race. Five. Yeah, um, yeah, five. five yeah. yeah. And uh, I think uh, it looks like Michelle Lepradier. Uh, one and I know she's been racing quite a bit of C1 this this year and then Ev you were in second which fantastic result thank um, you just well, ahead of Sarah Lassard Michelle, she's amazing she's an amazing paddler um she 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 I, I talked with her today she's a swimmer she has like a swimmer background 
but she also did lots of uh, Outrigger and uh, Dragon Boat. So Michelle is seriously, if you want to look at someone in the next, like this year and next years, and she's such a strong paddler, she can make the canoe glide. So Michelle is amazing, really. <laughs> Yeah, she was in there with, uh, she finished 16th overall, so out of 41, and mm -hmm. was in there with some really, um, really good, you know, competitive guys, especially, like you said, the course was more, like, straight and um, easier current, so usually mm -hmm. that doesn't favor the women quite as much, um, since the women tend to be the best in the technical sections of river, so sometimes the guys can just shoot out ahead in that <laughs> and we're just kind of out the back <laughs> yeah so michelle is very impressive yeah good job for to, to michelle yeah and well that's your race was very close um just it looks like 22 seconds between you and sarah so that's uh that's fun to see such tight racing yeah thank you <laughs> how did that I gotta ask how did that play out between you and Sarah were you together most of the race or did you have a a little bit of that 20 second gap most of the race or well at the beginning we were all together riding waves of other guys and um I don't remember what happened but uh, I was riding like a really good and big wave um and I I was just like trying to keep that wave during all the race and at the end, you know, you just like try to sprint and then you go and you try your best. I, I'm not the kind of paddler who's looking behind or so. <laughs> What's like, going on back there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to ride away. There was also uh, Larry Tinkler right in front of me at the at the end. So I also ride uh, his wave too. Um, so, yeah, that, that was my strategy. <laughs> just to ride the more waves I can. I can. So... <laughs> Well, it looks that's like a, it worked out for result. you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank and you. We should probably talk about the men a little bit. <laughs> sure. But I always get I always get excited about the women, right? That's like I think we have way more female guests than male guests, just because I always want to talk about the yeah. women. <laughs> um, but in first place, we had Steve Lajoie. Second was Guillaume Blay. Third was the race organizer, Luke Mercier. Fourth, yeah, Luke Jim. is so strong too. I mean, he, he's always impressing me. So um, this was like a great, great race for him, and uh, he did really great. Yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah for him to finish in a top three up there. I mean, some of the best, you know, the best guys are in Quebec. So it's like Michigan, the the C one competition, so tight. Mm -hmm. And uh, fourth was Jimmy Pellerin. Yeah. And rounding out the top five was Ryan Stepka, who I believe is uh, Michelle's. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, I think they're husband and wife, but it partner. Yes, they anyway. are. Yeah, 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 they are, and they are both strong. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, so it's really good to see both of them, uh, them racing, and I think you also had some. Uh, some older paddlers out there too so i don't have age group results but um the first uh veteran would be norman mangi yes, uh, yes. in ninth so <laughs> and My, uh, i don't know if we can say that Giruso is a veteran but um no <laughs> no yeah no no not quite yet veteran but uh more experienced paddler so yeah yeah um, and then mario blackburn too is one that's um those three yes. were close together, and those are 
again, I'm not sure exact ages, so guys, don't be offended if I'm not. <laughs> but a tight group of really experienced paddlers for ninth yeah. through eleventh place. Um, exactly. Yeah, and if we can go on the opposite side of veteran, I would like to talk about Renault Plageol, who finished uh, 14. Uh, Renault is only 15 years old. He's really young. Um, I know you you came to La Classique, Rebecca, last year, so maybe you, you had to yeah. meet him. He, he was racing with his father, Dave Flagell, Um And this this guy is so impressive. I mean, 15 years old, doing marathon sports. Um, I remember at 15 years old, I was so impatient. You know what I mean? Like doing <laughs> yeah. long sports, long walks. To me, it was like, ah, oh, that's so hard. And this guy, when I look at him, he's so, uh, like lots of devotion. He's really intense. He's really like uh, motivated into canoe. When you talk about canoe with him, he's so passionate. Passionate, that's the word I was looking for. Um, so yeah, Renault is is also someone to to look to look at, and he's just gonna get better and get better. So I was really impressed. He finished with the uh, Anthony mascot Tony, that you maybe know also. So yeah, Renault is is uh, one of my I would say not my stars of this race, but yeah, he was very good. Well, I'm going to shamelessly plug myself. So Ev, we did this episode in the winter about paddlers to watch for the next season. Mm-hmm. And I put uh, Renault was on my list. <laughs> wow. After I went to Classique, I'm like, this you got to watch this kid. He's going to be really good. And I'm was I'm always watching the results to see how he's doing. So um, I, I really like that you mentioned that. That's a, yeah. a, a good thing to bring up. So I think... Uh, up in Quebec or up in Schwinnigan, you guys have a series of Wednesday night races that are shorter. And I believe they move around a little bit, not the same course all the time. Yes. Uh, yeah. So every Wednesday from maybe middle of uh, May until La Classique or maybe the week before, um, every Wednesday we, we, we have a race. It's like, a, I would say more, it's more like a friendly race. So people like to, I heard you said people uh, can mix and match with other partners or just try with some partners. So um, it's always in like in a friendly way, shorter race too. They're not even an hour races. So um, yeah, and it's mostly in Shawinigan. I think we go two times during summer in Trois-Rivières. And um, there's there's a few special races. So yesterday night, it was like the mix. Um, we were mixing and initiated or someone who's not used to do lots of canoe with someone who is more experienced. So, um, yeah, these are really fun races. Yeah, it looks like there were, uh, it looks like there were maybe, did you have two different stuff with that? There was like a lot of boats. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're talking about the one from yesterday, um, there was two races, two short races. Okay. And I think that most of the experienced paddlers did both. And some of the initiated paddlers, some did only one race. And some also did two races, but we were, like, mixing the, the teams. Different so, um, teams. Okay. Yeah. So I think, yeah. Bill, I may have only pulled results for one for you. but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's all good. I could pull the other results up that way. Yeah, I'm not totally lost. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but that's uh, 
So that's a really cool format. Um, mm -hmm. And anyone, the ACCQ Facebook page is excellent for all their results and getting them up right away. But it looks like they had two races, one with 23 boats and one with 22. Um, and just lots of mixing up, a lot of new names. Um, so most of the people that do these, do they come over from a basket like the the newer paddler or is it um just people in the community that are interested or i would say it's it's from everywhere so yes there were a few paddlers from rabaska but i saw also like a boyfriend girlfriends kids also they were um young young kids i don't remember who were the youngest but maybe eight years old maybe um, so they were like very, very young paddler. I, I know Serge Paget did it with his son, Victor Paget, and they finished like fourth at one race. So yeah, um, they were very good. Um, so yeah, a, a, a few couples, um, like brother, no, no brother sisters for this one, but, and people mixing also. So, um, yeah, it's a very fun format and there was like, you know, pizza, music, uh fun 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 so like it's not an official race for us it's just a moment for us to to try to um you know like canoe can seem a sport that is like uh, complicated to get in since you need to have your canoe your paddles uh it's a technical sport but when we try to do these kinds of events it's to show that yeah it's for everyone and yes it's a like we saw boats flipping at the starts for sure or just during the race people flipping yes it happens but at the same time it's just a you know an occasion to to show that canoe is for everyone and we can have fun with the sport so these are very fun events that's, yeah I that's think fantastic that's... it's it's really how you grow the sport and get new people mm -hmm. involved and get them excited exactly exactly and I know when we go up for Classique, we always try to make the last Wednesday night race, too. It's just nice to get out. And like you said, everyone's really friendly and uh, it's, you know, just for fun. So it's it's great to get up there and do that. And I, I love how you, you've got that format. And I think some of us can, in, in Michigan, we have some kind of organized races during the week on the, like, for fun, Um during the week and I think maybe having something like this would be really good for our communities too. Yeah and it's funny Absolutely. that you mentioned you mentioned that because I remember when I used to do Rabaska I really loved the the team uh, aspect the fact that we're doing this together you have your teammates and then when I, I switched to canoe that was my fear I'm like oh it's like a just two people team or you know and the what I see about our community is that since we're like all teams matching up, mix and match, and like even the practice, we always see uh, people practicing which with, you know, like um, different partners. Well, I, I feel that this recreates the, the feeling I, I miss from Rabaska of being with your teammates. So yeah, that, these events, to me, they're they're the most important to build the community and also show that it's a it's like a team sport, even though it's not, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I I always think uh, so. I believe uh, you're coming to the Asabo this year. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. So when you're out there at night, I always think about how cool is it? Like I'm out here with like approximately 200 other people that love doing the same thing I do and want to see me finish. Right. So like when you're out there racing everyone, like, but you're still out there together and you feel that like friendship with the other paddlers. Yeah, that's the magic of paddling. So I can't wait to see that in Michigan <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope I hope you really enjoy it, and you're. Uh, I hope your partner feels good for you. I. Yeah. I think you have Mike Schlemmer, right? <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. I, I, so I any and, to rest this week, so we'll, we'll <laughs> talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for anyone who hasn't um, followed, Mike and Ben Schlimmer just came off like two days ago, I think, or maybe three days ago from winning the Yukon 1000 uh, canoe race. So they like paddled basically like a week, not a week straight. They take six hours a day to sleep, but... <laughs> Still, um, still, yeah. You're close, close enough. <laughs> close enough, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you have coming up um, in in July in in Quebec? So, um, next race is going to be this weekend. I think in Quebec we have all we have a race like almost each week. Um, so, next one is going to be uh, la course de Saint Raymond, which is. Um, close to Quebec City um, and then the weekend after so July tw- 23rd uh, it's going to be La Course Jean-Pierre Petit um, which is the third uh, step of La Classic remember the okay the, the yep. day we do from Shawinigan to Trois-Rivières yes with the rapid with forge the forge rapids um, yeah so if the water level can allow it because for sure if the water level is too low uh, we don't want to break boats before Michigan or just break boats. Um, we, we don't want to break boats. So um, we might just do uh, a run in Trois-Rivières, like a race, like okay. a close race in Trois-Rivières. But if the water uh, level can allow it, we will do from Shawinigan and then go to Trois-Rivières. So similar to the um, third um day of that classic yeah that, that's a cool race for us because it's an occasion to to practice this part of um la classic before so yeah yeah and that's uh i think at least to me that's a stage that's kind of the most intimidating but also the mm-hmm. most fun <laughs> yeah the, like the third day or the the rapids uh <laughs> Uh, I think the third day overall is really yeah. fun, but the rapids is a little bit scary. <laughs> yeah. And also the portage, the first one, uh, oh. it's, it's pretty intense when you go down the hill. Um, yeah, so I, I know what you mean. It's a pretty stressful day, but at, at the same time, since we're pretty tired of the, the, the two first day, it's just like, well, let's get over it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I totally agree. I think if that was the first day, it would be a lot more stressful. Mm-hmm. But by the third yeah. day, you're like, I'm uh, tired and I've already been through lots of big waves. So the rapid, yeah. I just have to like stay in the boat. <laughs> it's true. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so these are the two races we have, like the bigger races we have before um, the marathon. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Thank you for the rundown as to uh, what's going on in Quebec and what they've got to expect up there. One of these years, I am going to make the trip up. Uh, when we were doing our pre-La Classique show uh, last fall, Tony was tormenting me. 
Um, it, I am definitely afraid of big water, but someday I'm going to get up there and try it. So I am now one last question for you. Um, I, I bring the hard questions here on the show. How do you pronounce the light out chocolate that sponsors some of your races up there? Cause I have one of their stickers on a Gillies and I've left it on there because I love it. I just don't know how to pronounce that. You mean the milk chocolate? Yeah. Is that, is, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, that, that's the milk chocolate. And in French, we say lait au chocolat. Lait au chocolat. Au chocolat. Oui. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the CanoeRaceWorld.com podcast, where we love marathon canoe racing and aren't afraid to say it. Be sure to visit the website at CanoeRaceWorld.com. And don't forget to support our sponsors who make this whole thing possible. Until next time, keep paddling.